Yo, 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 back at it. Off the Shits Podcast. Yeah. Yo, yo. Yeah. Back here with my boys, chilling, drinking, and giving y'all that good, good, good. Good what? Patron is my pussy. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I beg hey, your pardon? <laughs> it's Ramadan right now, but it's past 8 o'clock, so it's demon time. You know how that goes with Ramadan. You know, after 8 p.m., you can sin. <laughs> it's funny because we're drinking rum today, so yeah. it looks like it's Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan yeah. Ramadan for sure. Yeah. Shit, uh, how my boys been? You know, I ain't seen y'all in a week. You know, James a barber now, all of a sudden. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey. background what? guy. Come show the camera real quick. Hey, sh- the, show the you know, fade. Fresh fade. You hey, know? Show the fade. It's the uh, it's the in-house fade. Come to Skyline Studios. Oh, okay. It's all right. 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 Hey, hey, free ninety nine. Come through. Let me know. I'm yeah, here we, for the hospitality. If we don't know you, it's not free. Actually, don't come through because you're gonna get us sick. Yeah. So, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't come through. We don't know you. Yeah, yeah. If we don't know you. Don't Please. come through. So eight people we know can come through. That's it. And if nah. you don't listen to pod, definitely don't come to nah, me. Don't fuck with you. <laughs> She's going to make that bread. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, drink that Clorox. Drink that Windex. Oh, drink that Lysol. Yum, yum, yum. Yes! Episode 40. Featuring Darius. D-Hobbs. Depression. Unemployed. Hobbs Raspberry. I won't say it, never mind. Jordan Williams Dion DeAndre Lamar And uh spectating in the uh, background. Uh, Charles formerly City Boy Endurance now uh, 83 minutes. 83 minutes. You can guess what those 83 minutes mean. 83 minutes. And myself, of course. Get a pod. Yo, the fact that you can last for longer than 30 minutes with no, no enhancements, I like that. I've not lasted longer than 8 minutes in the past month or two. And I don't know why, but it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But if you can pull it out your bag, like if you got a, a nice little hour long in your in your bag, you know what I mean? Like you pull it out when you really need to, when you really need to. I, I got to go deep in the duffel for the yeah. 60 minutes. Yeah, you, yeah. It's all right here. got to pull <laughs> out the. Uh, you don't just pull it out every day because then that's going to be regular dick. And then yeah. she's going to get used to an hour dick. And then you're going to be like, oh. Now when you really do five minutes, you're going to look like some shit. Well, if you just bring it out every now and then, you do. Right. You do the five minutes, you're gonna be like, "Oh, we're going again." It's like, "Oh, give me us." You oh, gonna, we, oh, we you're gonna, gonna suck gonna, on it? We always gonna go twice. <laughs> always go twice. Yeah, for uh, you. <laughs> I, and it's me, uh, your co-host. Get upon Dick Pill Sawaj Rowan, Blue mm. Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Sawaj Rowan. Uh, that's racist. Breaking news coming in from CNN. Kim Jong-un is dead. <laughs> Let's get a round of applause for his bitch ass. Papa. I ain't going to lie, bro. I can't clap for nobody. Right, bro. Hey, he was an evil hey, man. He was, but I ain't going to clap. For, I wouldn't clap for Hitler. <sighs> That's crazy. For Hitler? He was crazy. I thought you like. 
It's still a lot. What? Oh, that sorry, was that, was, that, that was Arabic. not German. <laughs> sorry, that, I'm in my Ramadan shit still. Yo. <laughs> Hi! Uh, Let's see where we're at today. Prayers to his family, Let's but you know. You know what? Life goes on. Oh, that's yo, all I'll say. Matter of fact, so, you know, since we drink on the pod, I was telling, hey, yo, shout out Govan. Happy 26th birthday. We, we, we turned up for you yesterday. I was telling them yesterday that uh, in Korea, that's probably the biggest drinking culture in the whole world. Yeah. So, so, g- so give some insight on that. So I know you're not I Korean. I myself am not Korean. You're correct. But I think I talked about it briefly uh, on a different podcast. You know what I mean? I, I had actually a, a Korean roommate. And a big part of their culture. So, hey, who who's the oldest in the room right now? You. Chuck. So say so say you're you're the oldest in the room, uh, or like say say like Darian has the highest rank. Like we all work together, but Darian has is like our boss. You know what I mean? So they have a drinking culture where like if they go out to drink late at night, like we can't stop drinking until Darian wants to stop drinking. Otherwise, it's disrespectful. Because he's in trouble. So you know this episode. Now that you brought it up. And not in honor necessarily for uh, the man, the dictator that just <coughs> passed away. But, you know, let's, let's, let's try to do something like that. You know what I mean? I'm with it. So let's say, you know what? I'll, I'll pretend to be the boss in the room today. Yeah? <laughs> so nobody gets to stop drinking in this room until I say stop. It is your house. It is my house. So, okay. see, that's that's another thing, too. So, and there's there's some other, like, technicalities, too, where, like, you have to drink, like, in a certain order and stuff like that. Or like you, you can only use certain hands to be able to drink, but we're not, we're gonna not gonna go that deep because I'm also ignorant to those rules. But today, let's say, let's say I'm the drink captain today. So uh, you're the captain now. I am the captain now. So what are we drinking on today? Um, so today, um, we we're trying, we've been trying for the past three weeks to bring y'all this exclusive tequila, and we're not gonna go too much into it. Um, we'll have it. We'll have it next week. I'm pretty sure we got a special order coming in. So we know we know we skipped tequila for a few weeks now. The tequila episode is coming, but today we're gonna have in his right hand, Mr. DeAndre Kirk <laughs> is gonna have the uh, Old Plantation Pineapple Rum coming in at an 80 proof, gonna be 40 percent alcohol. <laughs> and then to his left hand, we're gonna have the Bacardi White Distilled Rum. Yum yum yum. Tastes yum, like cum. Yum yum. So <laughs> tastes like cum. So, uh, I actually, if you go back to episode four, when I was going on vacation with my lovely, lovely ex, um, we were going to Puerto Rico and, uh, rum, Bacardi rum is made in Puerto Rico. So we stopped at, we stopped by the factory actually. I had Puerto Ricans in my family. Yeah. Ah, Puerto Ricans, good pussy, but they're crazy. Anyways. Um, thank you. Get upon my nigga. So, uh, Am I? the Bacardi Rum is the largest privately held family-owned spirit in the entire world. It's still owned by the same family since it was created. If you think I'm taking a shot of Bacardi with no mixer, you got me chopped. I just want to tell you that right now. Pour some juice. So they own some Rob Child shit. Um, they are. <laughs> so their sales are typically above five, six billion every single year. If you're getting a mojito, it's typically coming with Bacardi from any restaurant. Yes, they're making money. Also, fun fact, at the Bacardi factory, and James will appreciate this, they make Grey Goose, Grey Goose Vodka. Shout out Mr. Evan Thomas Harris, fake AMG Wick, um, also known as Shalong John Wick. 
Uh, we won't get into Shlong that. John Wick. Who's we, calling him? We won't get into Shlong John Wick. I, I did see that he <laughs> changed his uh, Twitter name, uh, which still cannot technically be accessed. It's uh, a bunch of random letters, but it starts with J, I saw. Yes. Don't worry, um, Don't worry Evan. They make Grey Goose there. They also make uh, Johnny Walker black, which is kind of odd. They make it in Puerto Rico. They do. Even though it's scotch, it is made in Puerto Rico. And they is that also the only make scotch made in Puerto Rico. I'm I cannot don't quote me, but yes. And uh, they also make Doors White Label scotch as well, which makes sense because yes. uh, a very popular drink in Puerto Rico actually is uh, a blended scotch with uh, coconut water, yeah, fresh coconut water. They yeah. really crack the coconut. I love for coconut you. water. Yep. Um, but yeah, port, uh, the Bacardi was found in 1862. The same exact recipe. It's going to be heavy in sugarcane. Um, when you drink it, you are going to get a taste of the ethanol. It, it, it's known for having a nice bite to it. So uh, let's give all give a taste hey, of Bacardi. Hey, I'm hey. not taking a full shot of Bacardi because I will. I will yes, No, what do you just say? You got to follow hey, the look. fucking chief of the hey, room. Do <laughs> not do not disrespect me, chief. Okay. Hobbs Raspberry. Cheers. I will say a hey, uh, fuck ethanol alcohol. I'm about that isopropyl, as uh, our president Donald Trump told us to drink. Where, where's your drink? Hey, uh, background guy. Yeah, Chuck. Oh yeah, Chuck is our new uh, video guy. Sorry. Oh, you didn't even get to the plantation yet. No, I'm busy. <laughs> no you just shackled right now. You ain't even at the plantation. I've been to the plantation. Oh. <laughs> hey. Tastes like uh, sugar. <laughs> this nigga D. Not on, not on cam. We all know. We you all know what Picard tastes cam. like. I don't think we uh, really need to go into too deep. Yeah. Uh, the next run we have is going to be more of a craft run. Fun fact, Miss Carrie Hilson, uh, Miss Pretty Girl Walk, she came into my restaurant about two years ago. I said, what can I get for you, baby? She said, can you make me an old-fashioned with that old plantation? So this is her drink. Yeah, Carrie Hilson. So shout out Carrie Hilson. This is what Did I you, made her in that day. What did she tip you? Uh, she, she tipped me a lot. I miss tips. I love tips, but I'm unemployed. Um, plantation rum. Is going to be Barbados rum. It's actually owned by the state of Jamaica right now. Whoa! So, uh, uh, get uh, upon rum, rum. Typically comes from the Caribbean, right? Yes. Yeah. Because it's it only the Caribbean, or typically, yeah, because it's going to be heavy in uh, sugar cane. Um, this old plantation pineapple rum is actually going to be a fusion of the light rum and the dark rum. And when they distill it, they put fresh pineapples in the barrels. Um, this. Uh, distillery is also known for s- shipping their uh, barrels to France and getting I- getting some extra cognac added into the uh, drink. Really? Yeah, so it gives a little more sweetness. But uh, this is very, very popular rum. Uh, rum, you know, I it's, wonder it's, how that affects the taste of like their it, original it def- idea. Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes it sweeter for sure. A little more orange. Hmm. Um, this rum, you know, most rum, not expensive. This rum hit the market about 30 30 to 40 a bottle before, you know, depending on where you go. But, um, you know, let's taste it. Awesome. Off the shits. Off the shits. Yep. Second shot in two minutes. Ugh. Oh, well, that's way Definitely better. smoother than the Bacardi. Yeah, for sure. I can taste a, a little bit of the pineapple flavors, too. Mm. For sure. Definitely good. Taste the pine and the apple. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, I like it. It's not bad, right? Yeah, <coughs> wrong hole. Sorry, Chief, about to get that glow. <laughs> wrong hole. That's what she said, nigga. Actually, let's. 
pause on the agenda. Who's been getting pussy since this, this is quarantine started? Who's getting pussy? Is that a real question? Yeah, it is. Why you look at me? I don't know. Pocket pussy. You have one? Is that no. one in my house, bro? That's <laughs> hey, Who has been great. getting pussy? I've been getting laid. Yes. Okay. I do yes. have a living girlfriend. But okay. I will say, you know, I was doing some reading last night. And I was reading uh, a lot. You know, I stumbled upon an article talking about, like, couples that were quarantining, quarantine, quarantining together, uh, whether they're married or not. And I was actually reading that, you know, on average, before, quarant- before the quarantine, uh, that the average amount of time that couples would spend together is probably around, like, 20 to 30 hours, not including sleep. Oh, part-time, part-time job, then. Yeah, because, because, you know, we all have, like, full-time jobs and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I read the uh, the average percentage <coughs> of couples that reported that they were happy before going into the quarantine was 60%. And then after the fact, about a month in, and now in average, uh, the average amount of time of couples spending together is around like 50 to even 70. Um, average, like positive interactions with couples is in 23% as far as like like couples being happy together because I mean, now you'd have to think like being some like so like I feel like uh well, well Dion perfect example how is it with your girl now she just started staying with you during the quarantine how how is that versus before the quarantine well that's what I was about to get into so it's but, it's a little it's a little different for me because like uh <clears throat> the fact that she and I used to work together so like not only will we work together but then we get off and then we go home together. You know what I mean? So even when we were living in different places, we we're always spending time together. So now that we're quarantined together, it's just like the same. With like we're just not working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're just spending more time together. You know what I mean? And uh, it's cool. Like I mean, personally, like I guess in the midst of cabin fever and, and having like just people around, like you start nitp- nitpicking at small things. But like as long as you remind yourself that like hey, like it's it's really not that big of a deal. Like you're just bored you know what i mean like or you're looking for something to fucking think about you know what i mean like to to emphasize like it ain't that big of a deal uh i can definitely see how people are are interacting less though because like being stuck around somebody can make you uh see more negative in them than you probably wanted to see or you're making it up you know what i mean like you're looking for negative whereas you know whereas you get that break you're allowed to miss somebody you know what i mean And, and and as a partner i feel like you seen the negatives is it's not necessarily nitpicking, but you wanted them to be better. So it's mm-hmm. like I want you know you always want your girl to be better and vice mm-hmm. versa. Your girl wants you to be better. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh I I see for example not saying this is true, but if I'm Brittany, I see Dion leaves a cup in the sink. Mm-hmm. Some place some some homes you don't leave a cup in the sink ever. So mm-hmm. she's like damn nigga, wash <laughs> yeah. your cup. Yeah. yeah. Like little stuff, yeah, and it, it builds up because you're with each other for so long. It's like on that seventh day, it's like nigga, wash that fucking cup. Yeah, and you're like yo, calm down, yeah, see, baby. That, that's how See, I am. Like, calm down, if, baby. If we if it's like the middle of the day or something, we just chilling. Like yeah, just clean clean it right after you use it. You know yeah. what I mean? But like if it's nine ten at night or whatever, we drinking and shit. Like, yeah, leave the cup in the sink. Just get yeah. to it in the a.m. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Like don't don't just start like kicking it like yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure you clean the house before you start chilling and shit. That, that's yeah. just my thing what about you james see see so you? i'm like not saying like like my situation is bad in any way but like i'm i would feel that i'm like on the opposite end because so 
myself and my partner, you know, we're in a fairly new relationship. Not saying it's like not that like, puppy like, love. Not like fresh, fresh. Like like not like straight up new, but like it was a very interesting dynamic uh, as I reflect on it because we came out of a vacation basically, like a week long vacation almost, and then came straight from that, spending like all that time together, and then going right into like uh, a pandemic. And then you went to Buffalo. And that well, so we stayed together, and then like there'd be a couple days here and there where like she would go back home, mm. and she would like just hang out, do homework, whatever, and say like we would do the podcast, and then you know we'd hang out for the most part, and then I did during a Easter, Easter weekend, I we did drive up to Buffalo, so she could see her family, and then I met some of her family as well. You passed me the Goya. How did that go, by the way? We never really got into that. Everything I mean, was straight. It was cool. Uh Got to meet the majority of her family, and it was a pretty good experience. Uh, her father and her brother, like they uh, are pretty like self-made people, uh, so they own their own businesses and stuff like that. I'm not respect, really respect I'm not really going to go. Trying to do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really going to go into like what they do per se, um, but it was cool to see. I did help out um, her father with one of their businesses for Easter, as like we kind of like helped out. In the background, like packing up like Easter packages. So like her family, like they're they have a Polish background, um, and it's ah, actually a pretty big. B- 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 yeah. yeah, so they have a big like uh, Polish po- community in in Buffalo. Um, so we packed up like so say like one one like bag, you know what I mean? Would be like eighty bucks, and it would have like a bunch of deli meats and stuff like that. So say like ham, uh, Polish sausage, then uh, smoked Polish sausage. And it would have. Uh, I've always wondered what was different between Polish. This is like mad off track. Well, what makes Polish sausage different from regular? Sausage? I actually don't know that either. Uh, Polish sausage. I, I think all sausage has to do with it's same thing with like ground beef and stuff like that. Just different parts and different animals. I think uh, Polish sausage is more like pork, uh, pork centric. Okay. You know what I mean? I think okay. like American breakfast sausage has more beef, more fat. Yeah, I think okay. both are pretty fatty. I don't. I. I can't. Yeah, I could. Honestly, I couldn't tell you the specifics. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, cholesterol. Other than that, I just wondered. What else did we give out? Uh, we had. They have, butter lambs, which is literally just like a like a stick of butter, but it's like shaped into like a lamb. Okay, wait. Which is it's like it's like some Easter stuff. You know it's what I mean? A lot of butter. It's it's just yeah. th- just think of like a stick of butter. Okay. Honestly. Um, we had uh, angel wings, which is like fried dough with like powdered sugar, kind of like a oh, that like a like sounds a, good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Like a crispy like funnel cake. Um, had some like fuck. We had kinda some like, like Chinese donuts. Kind of. Okay. Okay. That kind of texture, a little yeah. crispier. Okay. Um, and then we had some rye bread. We had some like a different kind of bread, but it was encrusted in like it's like cinnamon and brown sugar and stuff like that. So it's like a big package. I mean. Nope, no, no homo, no big, 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 big habit, yeah, big package. Uh, Pause. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know why you said it again. <laughs> good deal, good deal for the uh, community. Hey, it was a good time. Uh, I got to see uh, the uh, Niagara Falls. I couldn't go to the Canada side, obviously, because there's travel restrictions right now, and I don't, I don't have a passport right now to begin with, or a uh, renewed one. But I got to see the uh, Buffalo side, and it was, it was beautiful. It was a good time. I did not get to have the uh, infamous wings. Because up there, you know, obviously the they wings. call them, they call yeah. it just wings, not buffalo wings. Yeah. Um. But pizza's way better over there. I don't know what it is, but that's so, all I'll say. 
to get back to what we were talking to, talking about, do you feel like because you two were moved in so well, you were forcibly like enclosed. You know what I mean? Like you went from like you said having a vacation and chilling to all of a sudden we're quarantined. And I think I think beforehand like we we had like previously it, like, worked like together. It you guys at all or? So I I no like I I think like previously we had worked together, but she only worked at that place like two days a week on the weekends. Yeah. Um, and then like we would see each other during the week, like maybe Monday, not so much, but then like Tuesday, Wednesday, like maybe I'll go over there or like vice versa, and then like maybe we'll have like one or two date nights in between okay. uh, before we go back into the so work it's still week, regular, essentially. Yeah, it was regular, day, but like. Yeah. Thing is, for like for me, like we had like time apart. Yes, if, if that makes space. sense. Yeah, and like for me, like I think like Darian, like I had told him prior, like he was like, oh, like you know, have you seen like Brooke recently? And I was like, oh no, like I need like space for like a day or two or three or whatever. Yeah, which, which now, actually I, I, I found think that it's healthy to have space. Yeah, like, yeah, you get to be in your own, you know what I mean, your own energy, like to, yeah. to just recollect. So right now, I mean, like I think that like for me, I got I got a juicy question when you're done. Yeah. So, like, for me, like, I think that I haven't been, like, sick of having her around, per se. But I think that, and not that there's anything wrong with it, I think that, like, from her perspective, I think I can understand that she probably wants her space more so right now as well. Um, I think, you know. Yeah. But, yes. What, what, um... So this is definitely for Dion and and you, James, of course, because y'all are in relationships. What and, and be real, what arguments have came up between you and your significant other during this quarantine? Either small, big, just what what have y'all been like, you know, nitpicking about? Do you want to go first? Go for it, bro. Uh, for cheap. me, I we had a I wouldn't say argument, but kind of like we kind of sat down and talked about it. Uh, I felt that. You know, we had some, not animosity, but kind of, like, annoyances, like, building up uh, over, like, a course of, like, a couple days and whatnot. And, like, say, like, we weren't having sex or, like, say, like, like, uh, no sex, though. Like, there wasn't, like, a whole lot of affection and stuff like that. Not, you know, things like that. And it was like, yo, like, I kind of feel like you don't want me around kind of thing. And it's like, no, you know, sorry, like, it's just the quarantine, and it's, like, affecting me, like, the way I think, and I'm, like, kind of just projecting on you, that kind of thing. So, I think that was, for the most part, that's, like, the biggest thing. That's healthy, though, that yeah. combo. What about you, Dion? Uh, there haven't been any arguments, really. Uh, I don't like to argue, for one, so, like, I try to kill a lot of shit when it happens. Oh, really? But you don't like to argue. <laughs> but... Um. Yeah, I mean, she's she's asking questions like, "Hey, does it bother you if I put my stuff on the back of the toilet?" You know what I mean? And normally I'd be like, "Yeah, I actually don't like you know what I mean a whole lot of clutter in the bathroom." But at the same time, like I got three people, three oh, people using oh. one bathroom. Like, and women, women are they, yeah. Oh, they clutter stuff, bathrooms so she, she fucking stuff, much. She's gonna put her stuff everywhere. God so damn. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. As long as the bathroom is clean, do your thing. Like I don't care where you have what. Just as long as my bathroom doesn't look like hell. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, other than that, uh, I just told her how I felt about, like, cleaning up after people. Like, I really yeah. don't like cleaning up after people. So I like to make sure. I, I, she and I had a conversation. Where I was like, like, I just like 
help. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to ask you to clean. I don't want to have to ask you to, to do this or do that. Like, we're, we're stuck in the house. You know what I mean? There's no reason for me to ask. You can see it. Like, you live here, too. Yeah, like, facts. That's we facts. all live here. Like, yeah. like That's just, definitely facts. I just want some help. You know what I mean? I'm not asking nobody to pay my rent, my, my gas, my electric, nothing like that. Like, just help me clean the house. So, uh, other than that, nah, ain't, ain't been no issues, bro. So, so obviously, for me and Jordan, we're single. Um, Jordan, have you had any luck? With any, like, dating, like, talking to women, like, how, how's that going? I mean, yeah, I talk to women, but not really meeting up. <laughs> I thought you had ten girlfriends. This nigga definitely went out sometime this week. Bro. What does that mean? <laughs> Roommate exposure. I go out all the time to pick up the food. For <laughs> nah, nah. You yeah, what you, what, you, what you do food. when you pick up the food? You didn't pick up the food. You pick up some pussy, too? Every time I've gone out, it's for the food. Spill the pinto. That's not true. This week. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh this week. Every, every day seems the fucking same. Maybe it was last week. Okay. He, he, he did go out and make a move. I was like, oh, it's it's late. Nigga. Okay. He's like, I'm, I'm stepping out. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take a I'll take a breather. Yeah, uh, before before Jordan goes into it, uh, let's take a uh, let's take a little quick little shot. Uh, well, you the chief, so you can add juice, but that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. I do it. You know, I, I want to try it with it because I didn't taste the pineapple with it. They put pineapples in the barrel. What you mean you can't taste the pineapple? Shit, I mean, for me, I know. I've been talking to a few shorties, but they all been they all been faking on coming over. So it's like, <laughs> it's whatever. I'm like, yo, bring that pussy to me, baby. But so, so when they fake, do you take that? I beat my is, dick. Do you be, you be mad? <laughs> do you be mad or you be like, you know what? So, so I, I do be like, mad, but about one, once health? I beat my dick, I'm good. <laughs> so well, nah, like, do you be mad that she's not coming over? Or do you be mad or do you be like, you know what? We are supposed to be quarantined. Yeah, yeah, I respect me, it. Showing on me from a can of paint, you feel me? So yeah. like, what? You no, know, she she might be looking out for herself, for her health. And and like, I do respect that. So I'm like, all right, bet. Shotty can't come over. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I want to get my dick sucked, but I mean, have you been beating any cheeks? No, no, nothing. If I was beating cheeks, I would let y'all know in the group chat, all the chats. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> what, what happened the other week? Yeah, nigga, they, she not coming. She's not pulling up. <laughs> Yeah, every bro. She this joint has told me she's coming through like three or four times. Word has not came through the entire three or four times. Has she been doing other stuff? No. So she's stuck in the house. Yeah, I respect her. it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If she actually in the house, you can't be mad. Yeah, yeah. I can't. If be she mad. out here doing whatever else with anybody else, and yeah. then faking on you. With them, yeah, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. Uh, one one thing I have learned about quarantine, and this is kind of off the off the pussy uh, tangent, is uh. Every person I've been talking to during quarantine, I know that I f- it's, it's people I fuck with. If you're not hitting me up during quarantine, I'm not going to hit you up after quarantine. So obviously I talk to all y'all, Govan, Omar, Char, Johnny. Johnny's still eating eggs with pancakes. You know, whatever. That's him. Um, Yo, but my man, corn. I, I, talked to him, I, I talked to him earlier today. Yeah. I was like, hey, Johnny, you, you good? He was like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? And Char was like, you mean because he's not eating meat? <laughs> I'm like, bro. My man ate a fucking double egg fried sandwich. Pancake sandwich the other day too. No, 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 no. For dinner, no, maybe a little understand. cheese. Nothing <laughs> else. Oh yeah, Nothing your else. your girl's vegan too, right? Yeah, so I've, I've done that when she wants to eat what she wants, and I'm like, I don't want that, but I want something. I, eggs is the go. When, when you eat, when you eat the veggies, and you be like, damn, I'm, I'm buying like, them eighteen at a time. I'm, I'm like, look, I'm still hungry, baby girl. Yeah. If you enjoy it, I crush eggs. Hey, kudos to you. If it's a moral reason behind it, kudos to you. I, for one, cannot eat 
a tray of roasted fucking sweet potato, zucchini, asparagus, and uh, Brussels sprouts, and that's it for dinner. That's I I I need I need some protein. You need a carb. Fuck. I need I need something. I think you want some flavor. Yeah, I need some flavor. Uh, you know, whatever. Because it's not the protein that we like. Like there's protein yes, there's, and vegetables and fruit. There's some flavor, it, but I need the, some. I need some texture. I need some. Feeling, I need yeah. some satiation. Fullness, you fullness, you, you, you need some meat in your mouth. Pause. Exactly. You need some girth. Yeah. Not what you, I need to wow. be full. <laughs> I need to be filled up. You, you need some here? meat in your mouth. What are we doing here? What are you talking about? I need to be filled up. Girth, meat in your mouth. What's wrong with you? I need my shit stretched out. My stomach. I mean. Nah, that that's facts though. Yeah, um, no, like, like you. I can definitely eat a plate. Yeah, of I'll, I'll take a skirt steak over a whole, you know, I don't know, like a head of broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also, um, I w- I wanted to shout out my uh, my uncle actually, um, yeah. my uncle Kyrie. He actually has been doing a uh, a show on Facebook, and this man's been getting like three hundred to five hundred like views during the live. So he'll have like he'll have like. 1100 to 1500 views after they have shows but, on facebook yeah but yeah they have they have live but every week twice a week i think it's wednesday and saturday he'll post the ingredients and then on thursday and sunday he'll cook the ingredients and he's been making i think he made spicy fajita uh like sp- spicy uh mushroom uh, fajitas he made um burgers from scratch fries from scratch he made alfredo from scratch he made uh marinara from scratch this nigga made noodles from scratch just teaching people how to like cook and shit. So mm. I just want to give him a quick shout out. It's a uh, Chef Kyrie. That's fine. It's gonna be a C H E F K H A R E R I. Follow my man on Facebook. That shit's fire. You learn how to cook. Um, I think I tagged James in one of the joints yeah. one time. And if you want, you know, we we all cooking right now because let's be honest, we can't we can't all afford Uber Eats. I mean, we can now because unemployment kicked in, but that's a different story. Bro, Before just, then, I just fired up some nice you know, shit. Yes, we on yes, the yes. we on the fucking grill and shit. I fried and, some chicken and, yesterday. And, and, and this man, this man be on everything, and I'm like, and he always has a cocktail to go with the the drink with the uh, food, so it's it's just perfect. So I, I want to shout out my uncle for that. I think he's been doing a great job. Um, shit, let's get into the pod though. Let's get into the pod. Let's uh, hey Jordan, can you pa- pass me one of the bottles, please. <laughs> yeah, me too. Whatever your choices. Awesome. And honestly, shout out all our listeners, all the creators. Um, actually, let me uh go into our contest a little bit before we get like into the real shit of the pod. Um, so we redid the the contest. We're actually gonna have three places. Um, if you want to win the first place, you have to be posting our shit every day because you're getting a $150 bottle. You're going to buy a 1942. You, that means you're following our Instagram. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Twitter. You're following our Twitter. You're, you're hitting us up, giving Always us feedback. Good. We love criticism. I don't want no positive shit. I want the negative shit, what you don't like. It costs you fucking yeah. nothing. That, that's, that's, that's first place. Second place, you're going to buy a Stoli Elite $50 value. Nice premium vodka distilled five, six times. Perfect. So good. If you want that, you're doing everything, but the first place is doing. But you know, you little, little, you know, a little, a little more timid, and that's fine because we we love our listeners. And if you want that third place, we got a nice bottle of Miyomi Pinot Noir, one of one of the best Pinot Noirs on the market. It's going for about twenty five, thirty a bottle. You know, I love that, me uh, some Miyomi. Yeah. The, the house Pinot Noir. Yeah, yeah, house Pinot Noir, cheapest on the that's, market. That shit's amazing. That's that good. that that's gonna be for someone who just reposts and they're just being like, ah, oh, fuck, I repost this shit. Boom, you're probably going to get that. 
We will choose the winner at the end of quarantine. If quarantine is going past July 31st, we will end, we will end the contest that first week of August, and we'll ship it out anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. We'll ship it out on us. We're not fake. We'll give you the we'll give you the shit. Just repost us, show the love, and we show the love back. Um, speaking of love, um, so you know we're in quarantine right now, and I've been heavy on the eater. Uh, articles on Google, and I saw that a uh, special spot in D.C. that has private members, basically kind of like a little bit of a social club, kind of like a country club feel to it, not as expensive. You pay $200, $300, you get a membership to the club. Um, They're actually, they have their full bar open. I'm actually not going to release the name because I don't want to put it out for the public, but you come in, you can have your drink, have a few cocktails, you can stay there. Free Wi-Fi, free breakfast. So what's happening at these social clubs? Like this, they so 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 so, the, so these social clubs. Um, let's actually let's take it back a little bit. Let's let's reverse a hundred years. Um, so the, these social clubs kind of started during prohibition, during the speakeasy culture, which has actually gained a lot of momentum now. Um, so in what nineteen eighteen or nineteen nineteen around there? Don't don't quote me. I might be wrong. That's when the 1920 uh, era, uh, yeah. era, I think, is when it began and ended. Yeah, that's that's when the U.S. That, like, made, made alcohol illegal. So, obviously, that was when you had to pull up to a place, hit them with the, say the password, you come in, you get a drink, some cigars, some bitches, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Um, so, these, these speakeasies kind of have grown into a new kind of, like, social hierarchy where people who had the money, the very, very affluent, to like kind of like come into their own bar they come in bartender knows their drink they get their drink they don't pay for the drink because the membership covers that they tip boom they out mm-hmm. so um i saw that one social club in dc is still partaking in uh this uh this culture right now and i, I kind of wanted to ask the guys in the pod like like h- how do y'all feel about it? y'all think the social clubs are a good thing you think like do y'all ever do you ever see yourself like joining one of those social clubs like well i mean I guess the first question that comes to my mind... Niggas ain't got no money right now. <laughs> ain't for you, it's for these two. It's like, how do y'all feel about exclusion? Because you, being yeah. part of a frat, like, you can understand that exclusion is necessary for certain... <laughs> Dion's in my mind. places. You know what I mean? So how do y'all feel about being excluded from stuff or excluding other people? Uh, I, I Personally, I don't think... I don't see it as exclusion. I think it's just, like... A very like exclusive thing membership yeah it's it's very like i mean like for me like i would definitely i've never been part of anything like that i've never been part of like like a like a fraternity like daring has for example or anything and then, like this, that this, so not to cut you off but this is gonna i'm gonna give you some benefits of a social club in new york that's very popular afterwards and i want to hear the same yeah. the same question answered again mm-hmm. yeah so i mean like given from like my prior knowledge of what these could entail I mean, I, given that I had the uh, financial, like, freedom to be able to partake in something like this, and again, like, it's only 3000 a year, which is not a whole lot, to be honest, given, like, all the benefits that it's, like, including, mm-hmm. like, I go there could, every day. <laughs> I, I, I could probably do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely want to see at least for, like, one trial run. Uh, see like what it could entail and i think for like me like at least on surface level i think that it could include more like positives than than negatives in Mm -hmm. my opinion what do you think jordan uh 
as for what about the whole exclusion thing? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you like? How do you? How's your? How's your like? How's your feeling on the whole like the system of it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, like James said, I want to like see like how it is first, and mm-hmm. three thousand year really isn't that much. But I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see it, like. Because okay. yeah. again, like, like it doesn't seem like something necessary that yeah. I'd really want, though. Like, yeah, it's. Oh, let, let, Dion, Dion, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, as far as being excluded, uh, I don't necessarily like it, but that's only because uh, I might be standing on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the terms of you being in a frat and then me uh, being in the military at one point, that that it was almost the same thing. You know what I mean? It's it's like a, a, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah, so exactly like, the same. To be excluded, like, to, to be within something and then see those who are excluded, it's like, well, you just don't understand or you you wouldn't, you don't get it or, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. just in, in, a, in a more plain and, and, and bland sense, like, you're not one of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but a social club, it, it sounds dope, especially as far as hospitality goes. Uh, I would assume that with a select number of people, you get to become very f- uh, familiar with your guests and clientele. And you get to uh, really associate yourself as far as what you plan to do as far as uh, hospitality-wise. Like you get to really push yourself as a bartender mm-hmm. and really make those real connections. And, and I mean, obviously, if they're in a social club, they probably got some money, too. Yeah, so, yeah. like, uh, you, get, you really get to, like, put yourself in a position to make some money as well exactly. as uh, connect. Because, like, the first yep. part of social club is social. So you get to, to, to inter, uh, interact and, and network. You know? Yeah. So, so I don't want to give y'all before I ask a question, but in New York, there's this club called Soho Club, and um, it's it's very very exclusive. It's it's going to be upper from five thousand to seventy five hundred membership. You can bring you can bring guests two or three every time. You can stay there. Um, they have locations in L. A., Miami, Dubai. I think I think uh, Inter- Mo- Moscow, uh, Tokyo. The thing about the one in New York, though, you might go to the bar, look to the left. Jay Z might be there. It's a big, it's a big, big like music scene. So right. Kanye might be there. Kanye is known to go to the Soho in Chicago. So the one thing about the Soho Club is like we're all creators now. We we're creating this podcast. You might go over there. This is Joe Rogan's prime out there, but let's use Joe Rogan's name. We sit down. <laughs> Joe Rogan's next to us. Imagine going to a bar and Joe Rogan's right there. You know, right. so it's more about like it's a status thing too. But it's like, oh, well, I well, can- well let's play with that hypothetical. What yeah. would you do if you sat next? If you were at a bar and you're somebody that you can like, like I look back, maybe not look up I, to, I look but somebody that you are a fan of, and I'm like, next to you. I'm like, I'm like, shit. what you gonna do? You gonna, you gonna? So me, I'm gonna play it cool. I'm, I'm gonna order my drink, some fancy shit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So it gotta I'm a, be fancy. Though. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna look over. I'm gonna see what he's drinking first. Okay. okay. That nigga drinking some weak shit. I'm, I'm nah. I'm good. Okay. And no matter who the fuck it is. So you gonna one up him? Bud Light shot of Jamo. Yeah. yeah you gonna, yeah, you gonna yeah. one up him though? If nice, he drink, if nice he drink, flex. if he drinking Bud Light, I'm, I'm, I'm good. All right, if I all look right. over, he drinking some. Uh, he drinking a Negroni. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> what are you, what are you about to drink? I'm me. Yeah. yeah if you what are you about? If yeah. you drinking? So if I come through, so if I'm going to a social club, I'm pulling up. I'm saying, hey, give me two ounces of 1942 neat. Okay. And then I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give me a Belgian triple, okay. on draft, preferably delirium. That's just me, with okay. a little elephant. I'm gonna look over. I'm gonna hit him with the, hey, bro, yo, 
What you drinking on? I already know what you're drinking because I saw a bartender make it. <laughs> but I'm like, all right, what you hey, drinking on? And off? Nah, that's what that's. Let me get to it. Hey, don't make me that's come. What I'm saying, what don't, you doing? Don't make me come. Don't make me come before the foreplay. All I'm right, about to, I'm about to come because you're a nasty bitch if you're doing that. Wait, so wait, I'm, a I'm, I don't complete. I complete. I'm gonna look. Yeah, I don't complete. I complete. Shout out to You said complete twice. Yeah, I did. I'm fucked up. So, so I look over. I'm gonna be like, damn. All right, you got the Negroni with the with the Hendrix. All right, and I'm gonna start rapping to him. And eventually, he gonna he, his drink gonna hit the. Hey, right, right with this joint is. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna. Hey, next next joint on me. <laughs> put, put that shit up. Okay. Bitch. Okay. So, right. so the right. right. Put, put that shit up. I'm sorry for cutting you off. That just brought me to another topic. How do how do you interact with males rather as opposed to females when you go to a bar? Like when you're meeting a, a complete stranger, yeah. but you don't have no beef and you're not necessarily feeling antisocial. How do y'all interact with men? As opposed to how you interact with women at a bar. It, it, I don't really talk to dudes at the bar unless it's like a sporting event. But. So sports is what brings hmm. you with the other men. Basically, yeah. Okay. It's, it's very similar. Really? Sports for you too? You guys? If there's no sports going, I got no reason to talk to you, bro. Like, but see, that's the thing. I'm here for that's pussy. That's what I'm saying. What I'm, saying. If, if you're feeling I'm, I'm social, actually different on that. If it's a, saying, if you're feeling social, you never know So who you're going to well, meet. One thing my dad yeah. always taught me is when you leave the house, you should look presentable because you never know who you're going to run into. You never know. I can run into fucking Bill Gates. My, my dad always said that too. So if I'm out at the bar, I see the dude next to me. I agree with Jordan. If his sports are on, nigga, I'm rocking with the whole bar. If it's a Cowboys fan, Redskins playing, hey, fuck you, bitch. If it's a Redskins fan next to me, I'm like, hey, Chase Young, my nigga. Hey, we about to go to the Super Bowl next year. No one, no, hey, hey, no one, we not. Cap. It's definitely cap. No one, we not. <laughs> If it's Ohio State bar, it's nigga, all year. Nigga, my shirt's off. I'm like, yeah, we the best. Nigga, nigga fuck them. You standing on the, the couches. I love the wrestling team for Ohio State. So uh, it it just depends. But if a man if a man is next to me, it's it's not more fun, but it is more fun because women they bring that. I'm I'll be vulnerable. I get nervous. You know, if it, if it's a, if it's a sexy woman and we're at a social club where she's paid, she already has the status, she has the bread, she has a nice car. She probably has, you know, if she has a kid, she's probably married. If not, she ain't got a kid. I checked the ring, no ring, bet we good, we Gucci. So I, I start rapping. I definitely buy her two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Drinks. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm trying to fuck. How but, many uh, drinks does it take to leave with me? But no, it's just, it's, I, I think, I, I think a big like thing is taking advantage of. Right. I, I, <laughs> no, 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 no bullshit though. I think, Chill I think out. one thing about the bar and even the anywhere you go. <laughs> It's it's all about network, you know. Not what I can get out of them, but but building that that long lasting connection where they're like, damn, all right, yo, give me your card, give me your number, your IG. So that, that, that's what I'm asking. So well, if you don't go to the bar to network, so, though. so all right, so James, how would you, if you were at a bar, how would you network with another male as opposed to seeing someone who, uh, <coughs> seeing a female who you may think, and somebody told me a female was offensive. But seeing a female who what? you think is like, I don't know. It, She's trying to draw attention. It. No, apparently you're only supposed to say woman. If it's not woman, you're not supposed to say nothing. She's trying to draw attention. Yeah. It, female, I, male, that's a scientific right, game. Right. That's what I said, but hey. All right, that's it's, wild. It's a new world. If it's somebody a said, new world. If a female said male, no one would care. Yeah. But not. Nah, but so how would you how would you talk to uh, a male who you say, who, uh, for say, you want to uh, network with and, and get some sort of. Say say it's your one of your idols. You already know them. It's an idol. Yeah, it's Gordon Ramsay. I mean, honestly, like if it, fuck man. I mean, if, if it's something like top tier like that, like I would try to find something like like something that's common ground to be able to relate with. Because I mean, but like if you're saying it's some like 
high profile like Gordon Ramsay yeah, or he, like he's anybody standing, he's standing like right that. next to you. He's standing right, ne- right next to me next right now. To you, you're bartending. What are you gonna do? You if, gonna, I, if, if I'm, yeah. if you gonna oh. try to flex or you gonna, you gonna just do? You gonna be smooth? And that is no. If I'm, if I'm working, if I'm working. You about to flex? I and know you. You no, about no, to be no, all type no, of shit. no, 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 no. Hey, big actually, Ramsey. Actually, no. And I, I've worked, and I've worked in front of people that are either high profile or like you know top tier in like what they do and money. stuff like that. And I think my biggest thing, like that, I ever want to stress when it comes to people like that is just always like just. Be yourself. Yes. You know, don't 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 try to like put don't, up a front. Yeah. If it's like, if it's if it's fucking, like I've like I've served the uh, the attorney general like a fucking Bud Light before. You know things things like that. Mr. Or Barr, like, huh? Mr. Barr. But see me, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like see for that because I've served uh, maybe not the attorney general, but I've served like politicians and I've served people. Yeah, and in, in, in higher places than I could think to be in or want to be in and i just treat them like regular people but if it's like somebody like i know like if somebody were to come in there like if lupe were to come into the bar bro. i'm like oh shit like, I, I'm about to say that yeah, loud. exactly I'm to, I'm no but like most fire drink off top but like if people like you know again like like these these fucking politicians and shit like that like i you know i at the end of the day like just to like preserve that kind of like interaction like i'm just gonna treat them like a every like like, treat like the biggest else. thing in hospitality yeah. is always just to like treat everybody mm-hmm. like whether they're like whether they're like fucking homeless or if they're like the president of the united states the, the same. same way well yeah, same i have a i have an opposition question to that because if you're treating everyone the same way then how would you say you treat your regulars and people who treat you oh, especially good po- well, hey, good, good as point. opposed to good our point. new random guests. Good point. Like somebody who great just sits point. in the bar. My, my, great fucking point. Good so point. my thing is with in the bar industry and being in like management roles within the bar industry as well is that like just because you have regulars doesn't mean you always have to give them like yes, give them VIP service, but you should always give VIP service to everybody in general everybody. because that's how you should always build business. So you know what no I mean? VIP but a lot of people take uh, in hey, good point. VIP service and getting like discounts, getting mm-hmm. free shit. Mm-hmm. People take that as synonymous. And, and that, that's, that, that's, that's the type of regular that you don't yeah, want a, to build. I, I, I would actually argue that like, so say myself, y'all didn't know me. I've opened up a restaurant, right? I meet y'all, start fucking with y'all. A few years pass by. Y'all find out, damn, Darren owns like three, four bars. Y'all start coming through. And then all of a sudden, like, I give y'all a check. Check's like 250 And y'all look at me like, what the fuck? Like, no cut? Why yeah. is this shit not free? Yeah. And I, I give y'all nothing for free. I truly believe, and I believe this in business 100%. Why the fuck would I hook up my niggas or my family or my <laughs> daughter Anybody I love, why would I hook them up when I'm trying to make money so they're better? Like me, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm connecting all the people I love. Why would I want to hook y'all up? I'm trying to make money. If y'all came in, y'all came in to support me. Y'all didn't come in to take advantage of me. Even if I gave y'all ten percent off, y'all taking advantage of me because it it's different if I'm working for my company now. And for instance, Omar, he comes in all the time, and I I give him free, I give him free fish and chips every time. I pay for that shit myself, or I just comp it off. 
That's different. The company's losing money. But if it's my company, y'all paying full price. Okay. But and I'm, it's, I'm it's speaking, not personal. So, so I'm not speaking on if you own something. I'm speaking about right now if we were at work and he said – I said – my original question was how would, how would you all react to – to networking or being in like like we're sticking to social clubs, right? And typically, people in social clubs have a nice amount of money, so you can most likely see somebody high profile there. Mm-hmm. If you were to see them and you were working, as opposed to seeing a, a normal random person, because we all treat like that's the that's the whole point of regulars. Like we we treat our regulars a little special. Like like we know what they want. We make the drink as soon as they sit down. You know what I mean? Like you don't even ask them, "Are you okay? How's the, how's it going?" You just bring the drink. And then, you know, I mean, you, you, you keep it moving like you, you interact differently. So that's why I was wondering when you said like you wouldn't treat them any differently. I was wondering, OK, well, how do you treat your your quote VIP uh, people who come through? Like, say, the people who who helped out while Actually, we were, I, we were, let we me were let hurt. me let me let me take a step further. Say we own a club. No, no, I don't want to talk about owning, though, because you talk. About oh, OK, from, sorry. From so, I understand. So, I'm talking about from working. Say, say we're working yeah. at a club. and We know Kendrick is coming through. It's natural to be like, hey, we're going to give Kendrick the best bottle girls, the prettiest ones, the ones that are good at their job, and we're going to give them the best section, right? Mm-hmm. I think that in itself is the VIP service. They're still going to get – I expect them to get the same service as everybody else, but I'm putting my most trusted employees yeah. to venture off to take care of them. Now, granted, they might get better service because my other employees don't don't respect or love their job as much as them, but I'm hoping – that the person that's serving us us five at the section at Rose Bar wilding out, spending like fifteen hundred where Kendrick's spending ten grand. Hopefully we get the same service, you know? I'm guessing my bigger question is like, do you think people with money deserve more service? I, I mean like Truly obviously like I was I was trying to focus more on it, it reg- I'm trying to focus more on regulars yeah. with that's, like that's a good ass question. Because your regulars typically take care of you, but I'm t- like to broaden it up a little bit, I'm, oh, anybody Jordan, Jordan like, got something to say. Like, if it was Kendrick, like, would you treat him special, Jordan? I was saying, I think, <laughs> I think you should treat everybody the same. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Now, clearly, you should treat everybody the same. Like, your regulars are your regulars for a reason. So, I don't know. Say you have five tables. One of them's your regulars that come in every single week. You got four other tables. I'm gonna take care of the four other tables first because they come to me all the time and they know what's up. Like they're gonna come to me no matter what, as long as I don't fuck them over. Like keep trying to build up your clientele and get more regulars. Don't just single one group out. And exactly. Yeah. So, so you give even service. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Charles said, "Is there? Are you the reason that you're the regulars, or the, is the establishment the reason I'm the regulars?" I mean, most of the time I would say it was the server because. The people come to the restaurant because they fuck with it, but if they're your regular, that means they've come here several times and they pick you out of everybody. I Either agree. they pick you or you just happen to be working. No, they if they're, they're if they're your regular, they don't no no. If they, they ask for you, nah, but Dion, I've no, seen yeah, I've seen regulars come to a bar, and if I'm not working, they turn that ass around. Well, no, I've I've they seen go that. The I've also seen a lot of people who are considered regular customers. Who just happen to come in every day during lunch, and if you're working during that shift, you just happen to end up with them because there's only three servers on. Like they're not your so regulars, so 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 I, customers. I, 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 I know I know charters listen. All, I, I know personal regular. I know charters listen all the time, but me and Char have. That's what I'm saying. If they come in and ask for you, Char, Char and I have the same exact regulars, right? When this whole like pandemic started, we had no money, right? And all the regulars they got together, 
started sending us money. One of the regulars, Kurt, he sent Char five hundred before he sent me. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I felt I felt a little fucked. I felt a little. I was mad. I'm like, damn, help this nigga move. Like, I'd be giving him a few drinks, whatever. I see three days later, he sent me seven hundred. I know he sent Char five hundred. Mm-hmm. But he sent me seven hundred. Did you tell Char she, he's at your foot? Definitely not, because Char Char's sensitive. She you, get she get offended. You just told her, and I gave I gave two hundred of that. <laughs> you, just, you just told her. Just nah, told her. I gave two hundred that to my man James because Kurt was like, "Yo, is James good?" He actually texted me. He's like, "Yo, is James good?" I said, uh, "I said, hey, I'm gonna break James off because that's my you know blah blah blah." It's okay. So I still got the five hundred, but when he gave sent me the seven hundred, I'm like, "Oh damn, maybe he fucks me a little more," but I'm not gonna let Char know that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that would fuck up the, the dynamic of the regular, but I know he fucks with me on a whole different level. Okay, so all right, so that just feeds more into the question that I was having. Like, all right, if you have a guest who is a regular who takes care of you, ex- exceptional care of you, they they look out for tips. Um, they don't ask too much of you. If you're busy, they don't take it out on you. You know what I mean? Like they they're very reasonable. These type of people, do we treat them any differently? Like. Whether being a bartender or a server or even in management, like, would you? All right, all right, yeah, even better. You're a manager, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, would you, as a manager, treat that person who comes in every day of the week to your restaurant any different from somebody who just came in one time and had a bad time? You, you have to treat them differently in a, a sense of making them feel like they have a stake in the company because they kind of do, you know? So, do they? I. Yeah, if, that's like saying if you're, that's like yo, saying all like, of us have a stake in Apple because they no, have iPhones. But, but but if we do, we, we do don't. though. Now nah, we do. If all five, if all so so Charles switched from Apple to Android. If the other four of us switched from from Sorry, Apple man. to Android, that would be let's we'll, we'll round it out five hundred. That'd be two thousand dollars that Apple lost. That might seem like a little bit to Apple, but if we multiply that by ten twenty percent, that's a lot of money they're losing. Okay, and and since we have since we have a a uh, Fucking since we have content that we put out, that's even that multiplies even more. But so, you can't you can't equate stock and and shares to to productivity. Like if if we buy Apple products and then we stop using Apple products just because we bought them, we didn't buy stock. We just were pro- being productive with the the company. I, I think I think purchasing their items something is also it is like different. it's not. I actually think that being a loyal customer is more valuable than buying stock in a company. Okay. Like I said, all I was trying to get at was just... Because I, I think... All right, so me, Wendy's is my favorite fast food. Yeah. James, for once, has always told me I've never been to Wendy's. And every time... Every fuck... James can go. Every time he says something about Wendy's, I'm like, bro, they have the best burgers for fast food. Yeah. I say that every single time. They do. And I, I think they do. But I don't think... James, you still haven't been to Wendy's, right? Been at one time. One time. Year. Oh, so I, I already got them. I got them one time. That's... Wendy's, if they heard that, they'd be happy. I got them one time. So I feel like if you if you're if you have this many gro- right now, we have Target, Aldi, Giant, right here. If me, I'm big on Aldi right now. If I'm if I'm all putting on to Aldi, we're all gonna go to Aldi right now. I've been shopping at Aldi. I love Giant, but Aldi's cheap. Well, at at the base, I think I'm putting stake in the company by choosing them over another company. In that, I feel. I can see where you're coming from. I disagree, but I can see where you're coming from. But uh-huh. the, the basis of what I was trying to get at was James was saying, treat everybody the same. Jordan uh, 
also doubled up on that and said, yeah, you give everybody equal service. I asked you, you said pretty much the same thing. And then when I asked you from a manager's standpoint, you said you have to treat everybody different. You have to treat the people differently. So it was a little contradictory. That's why I was. That's all yeah. I was asking. Well, well, I I think. Well, from, I was just wondering I, how, how we all viewed treating customers because, like, I know. I we, I think from a manager standpoint, you're like you're looking out for the business as a whole. So it's like, all right, if I see the same dude coming in, like Jurgen, if I see him coming in every day, and then all of a sudden the bar's like too deep, he doesn't have his Tito's and tonic in front of him. As a manager, I'm gonna go behind the bar, and make sure. Hey, Jurgen, Tito's tonic. That's on me, bro. Okay, so say you're a manager. You have a guest. They come to the bar. They they come there every day. They te- typically have no problems. They come there. Um, they order ten wings Ooh. and say they had seven. You know they had ten. They tell you they had seven. They come there every day. You're the manager. You gonna you gonna give them a discount or you are gonna tell them they're wrong? I know. Obviously, the customer's right policy kind of comes. They're a regular. Play. Yeah, they come there every day. I got something to say after whatever you're doing. That's with what I would say. Yeah, I'll, but I would. I've dealt with many managers. I'd bring them. I'd, rather, I'd be like, "Yo, I got you. Let me get." I wouldn't bring them three. I'd bring them a whole order of wings. Okay, a whole so, extra order. So even in, even in that standpoint, you're also doing more because now you're losing out on money because you're giving away. You got to lose money to make money because he didn't know because he lied. Cause that, that, that's the. Cause I, I've been through the stereotype. Uh-huh. I've been through that that situation where a customer comes through <laughs> so every so often and so very often that. When they, they make one complaint, it's like, oh, we got to fix it because they, they they love us. They come here all the time. They never have any problems. Why would we let them down now? But when it's like, really? No, and it was actually a same uh, a same situation with wings. Like somebody had ordered a certain number of wings. They got that number, ate them, and then said they had a less number. And then ended up getting an, another order of wings, the correct and also same number. So it's like, at what point do you consider yourself being taken advantage of? Like, we're getting real deep into it. I was just asking a hypothetical, like, how do we view people so, as far as social I, clubs well, and money, but, like, as far as, like, regular customers, like, people get taken advantage of. You know what I mean? Like, especially being a manager, trying to mm-hmm. trying to look out. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're a regular, so I'm going I'm to I'm just give them a whole another order. And now you just lost a whole mm-hmm. order of wings because they lied. But I feel like in that situation that it's like, your customer also defend yourself okay so the cook cooks the amount of wings the server the server also has to make sure the amount of wings is there before they take it out right so this is a, a second line of defense right so if the server doesn't make sure that shit then the then the chef has to make sure that shit right three lines actually. but the shit yeah. right exactly but if the chef doesn't Next cook two, 12 yeah. wings then all right that's okay. where you're lacking so at. peep this I went through a situation where I guess well it wasn't actually me I was working with someone who went through a situation where the guest ordered 12 wings. Did the server bring 12 wings? Mm, yes. Okay. Kitchen made 12 wings. Expo clarified 12 wings. Server took out 12 wings. Guest said she had six. <laughs> yeah, you, you got you to gotta set her straight. That's a huge difference. Bone, yeah. Bones, yeah. bones on a plate and everything. Shit, shit. She Jordan, Jordan, what did, what did, what, what, what did you want to say? I know you said you had something to say. Like, I feel like you brought up this scenario. Like, what, yeah, I mean, I think sure. I have. Jordan, Jordan what do you have to say about this? Oh, as for the whole... Uh, what Dion said about you said you s- treat certain people differently. Uh, sometimes they can look bad. So I remember a few years ago when we were working at Bonefish, uh, I believe James, the bartender, I was working bar side, like 3 whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this is like when uh, fucking the managers, Ryan Bradley, were kirking out over the wine pours and shit. Like, oh, oh it has God. to be six ounces. So yeah, serve a table, glass of wine. It's how it should be poured. Uh, lady... Actually, because we're on bar side, she looks over to her right, 
uh, she can see the bar and all the bar glasses full, and there is a glass of wine full, like damn near almost to the top. Uh, Tess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So she's like, "Why is my uh, wine glass this level and hers is like that?" And I, I was like, before because when I um first started bartending at Glory Days, that was my second bartending job, but it was my first time on the bar. So when I was getting trained, I had a couple come in that comes in every day, and the late they the male typically orders a uh, vermouth shaken. Uh, so I had to learn how to do that, make it look like fucking cum or whatever. <laughs> and then come her. Uh, the the lady she she likes to have her fucking I think Pinot Grigio, but he told me always fill her glass up. And I was like, always to top. You don't tell me that. Yeah, he was like, yeah, like fill her shit up, and and just yeah, do it. like keep it like, coming. Like when you see her, yeah, when you see her, don't even ask her what she wants. Just fill the glass up and give it to her. Fill the glass like, up. Are you paying for two glasses? I was like, that's crazy. Uh, I, I've definitely experienced that. I was like, I'm that's sure crazy, but but I did it, right? That's because, actually annoying. Because I, I'm training. I'm not trying to fuck up his tips because obviously I'm making hourly, so I ain't about to fuck up his money. So I'm training. I do it. And then because I do it, now I become a bartender. Now whenever she sees me, now, I'm Every time to they do come it. back, yep. But then it's like, if I don't do it, like, are you going to give me a less tip? You know what I mean? Because I've gotten a less tip for it. Like, one time I gave her a regular glass of wine and, like, the service was great. Like, they, they were still laughing and talking and interacting yeah. and stuff. But, like, she tipped me less. Like, her and her husband tipped me less. And I was like, word. Like, is it because yeah. I gave you less wine? Or, like, I don't know. So, like, as far as social clubs, that's what I, that's what I was trying to get at. It was, like, when, when you're dealing in – when you're working in uh, high-profile areas – how do you change your interactions yeah, so, as far as being so, professional? Yeah, so basically if the clientele is – say the clientele is elevated. Okay. We're serving millionaires. How, how do you, like, react against serving hundredaires, basically? Me? me? I'm the same. I, I actually agree with all of you. Like, I'm, I'm going to give the same service. Like, I'm not about to – like, if I know you personally, but, like, say one of y'all J- – James and I have definitely gave better service to people that were going to tip better. Yeah. It's human See, nature. No, no it, it's true. See, it's – it's, it's, so not, it's not purposeful though. You know about the, you know about the people that I disagree. You it's not purposeful. It's not like oh, if he comes in, I'm giving him fucking great. Well, what, do, like, what do you think, like, James? Oh, I see him. What do you, what do you, what do you think, James? It's a weird kind of like, like battlefield because obviously, like at the end of the day, like for me, like if for example, like if I were going to uh, run a restaurant and have bartenders under my like you know like control. You know, I would want everybody to treat everybody the same way because that's the way you generate business. Um, but also at the same time, like, like I've taken care of people that fall under that, like, VIP category. You know what I mean? Like, people that, like, have that, like, high price point tag with them or, like, have, like, private parties and all this shit. And it's just, like, I mean, like, at the same time, like, like, I think – it's hard to explain. Like, I think I'm going to suck everyone's dick at the same time. Wow. No homo. It's a wild way to say that. Yeah, no, I'm going to suck the no, fuck out of I'm gonna suck. I'm just going to suck the fuck out of everyone at the same time. Yeah, suck the fuck. But I'm not going to, like, fondle the balls for everybody, if that makes sense. You know uh, what I mean? So, so then that goes back to what I was asking earlier. Because earlier you said you give everybody the same. But with there being VIP... Uh, certain people, uh, like people who come through and and tip you often or tip you well, 
you typically treat better. Like I know from from Glory Days, there was just one guy who always comes in during lunch only, but he always tips like fifty or sixty, like literally between fifty and sixty. He could it's never less or more, but it's percent. Yeah, no, no, like the the total of the tip is fifty or sixty. So like the servers would be fighting like oh I got Mister I forgot yeah his I'm name. pulling his meat out oh I got I got Mister Mustard what's the name oh, I got no no it's it's not my it's not your turn it's my turn you had the last table like people fighting over people who they know are gonna tip and then I'm thinking like y'all didn't y'all didn't fight over that four top you just got with the two kids that are crying y'all didn't fight <laughs> over the the old people who had to sit by the door because they couldn't move too far like you know what I mean you didn't fight over all this other stuff so then I'm thinking like okay like I get it. Because even being like, say, a bartender, right? You get somebody who comes in and you know they're going to tip you well. Or at least they coming in and they flexing. Like, they buying heavy price drinks. You know you're going to get a tip. You're going to treat them a little better. Not every time. Not? That's, that's what you feel like. But you can't, you can't ever go about what you feel like. You have to work, you have to work it until yeah. it comes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you'll, you'll, have that, you'll have that regular who comes in. Comes. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, you'll have that regular who comes in every day at this certain time, but only tips like $3. Right. But then you'll have that regular that comes in every day at a certain time and tips $30. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and it's not it's not you. It's the establishment. But, but what I'm getting at is like... I disagree. At what point... All right. So, in, like like I said, keeping it all in the, in the context of social clubs, at what point do you feel like you have to treat somebody differently than someone else. You know what I mean? Being that you are at work, it's your job to bartend everybody. Plus, to give equal service. Right? I, I literally treat... But being a bartender, you know, if this person tips well, they said at the bar, you about to treat him stupid well because he going to tip you dumb nice. Like, he going to tip you an extra 20 bucks. Like, all right, if I if you come to my bar can't. and you always tip 40 bucks, right? And then Jordan comes to my bar and he tips whatever he feels like tipping whenever he does... And I, I'm serving him. I'm bartending him. I, he tips me 20 bucks. And then you come through. And then I, I'm, I'm giving you same good service, but I know you tip well, so I'm making sure you don't never go thirsty or hungry. Well, then the you difference 40. the difference about that that situation is not their service or the restaurant. It's the person. The person who comes in looking to take care of their person who takes care of them is, is the person you, you take care of the most, if that makes sense. So, but you should right, be able. So, you should be able you to. You are saying there is someone to take care of. But they they'll they'll act accordingly. Okay, if that makes sense. That's all I was asking. That's all I was asking. If, they, if there is a priority, there like, there if, there if, are if times. Everybody was actually equal. If there's actually a priority, there are times where they don't act accordingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. People with money, yeah, they'd be tripping. Exactly. They'd be like, hey, yo, I still don't have no drink. Even even if even if like I used to, I used to have a regular who he was like one of the like best like surgeons in like the area like yeah. the D.C. area. And he always tipped like forty percent, like no matter what. It was me, it was the other bartender, no matter what, like always. But then I also had a regular who, who came all the time during happy hour only, right. and no matter how much she spent, she she left you like three to four dollars, which is way below the tip. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, all right. So to get back into what we're supposed to have going on, have you ever been to a social club or like a speakeasy? Cause I went to I went to one bar one time. It, it was it was in DC. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was like a cafe style. Okay. In the front, and then it had this fake brick wall. You just push the bitch, 
and you're in the back. <coughs> and now there's a whole bar back there. And we, cool. went, we went back oh, there. I remember it was you, dope. I remember you mentioned yeah, that Yeah, I mentioned time. that before. There's yeah. one like that in Richmond. Yeah, it's it was really dope. Cool. It was dope. But, like, uh, have you ever been to one? Or Yeah, yeah. It's, it, was a, it was a bourbon bar in Richmond. So, so, so what are the differences between, like, modern-day speakeasies and, like, maybe some speakeasies, like, I don't know if you know many from Prohibition era, like... Right. I've, I've never been to anything like that. Like, though, like you never been through, like, a secret nah. passage? Yeah, bro, that shit's yeah. weird, like, I thought got, I was about to get like caught up. to get in type shit. It's, it's nigga, it sounds kind of lit. Nigga, I thought I was about to get clamped. But see, nigga. the thing is, you don't have to treat that establishment any different just because they treat their you clientele... Do. Yeah, just because they, they treat their clientele different. But, all right, so... Okay, so, now that we're in the realm of hospitality, there is good service... And there's bad service, right? And then there's good customer service, and there's good, and there's bad customer service, right? Do you consider that it should be all the same thing? Well, it should. That it should, on, yeah. pa- on paper, yes, everybody should be treated equally. But obviously, it's not how the world works. So no, I'm like, saying the two things you just said should be the same category. Well, well, what I guess what I'm saying is like, all right, there's good service, right? Like you can go all your uh, out of your way for somebody that you want to go out of your way for. But then there's somebody who has some money, who has great customer service, and they're they're respectful, they're kind, they're understanding, they're giving you extra tip, they're they're uh, not asking for too much, or they ask for everything they need when they need it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're considerate. Of, oh, of, I see what you're saying. Job. Yeah. Like so, yeah. when it comes to good customer service and and and, and bad customer service, what do you? Well, see, this is the, the crazy part is that you can't expect every person you serve to have restaurant culture. Restaurant culture is you not taking care of the person mm-hmm. and them still leaving you 20%. Facts. But But you taking care of the person and leaving you under 20%. Right. That's restaurant culture. Okay. Those are the two. That's that's what separates the 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 weak from the strong, I guess. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's that not makes a, sense. That's, that's, that makes that's sense. probably not the best words for it, but... It's like hey, it's your like pockets you, weak. It it's like sense. you take care of a person and they don't really care about anything but as long as you make sure like no. they yeah, had a great so. time. You yeah. know what I mean? And and, then, and, that's, and then you take care of a person yeah. as long as everything was done and correctly. They don't they don't make they don't care about anything unless their food was good. Yeah. If you if you take care of a person they they worry about their food being good, then you might not get a good tip. But if you take care of a person and they worry about the service being good, they don't care about the food. That's why I was asking if you had been to a... Because they know about the, the establishment. Like a modern-day speakeasy. Because I... Like I said, the, the one little place I went to, it was cool. It was different. But I wasn't really sure how to interact. Like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to treat him any special. Because he was, like, you know, behind the, the fake brick wall. And he Have, always, he he always treat me people. drinks. So, so... Not, not like, he was talking to me nice and shit. Like, not, not to cut you off. Have y'all... Have y'all heard of any, like, restaurants? You know, obviously, we're going through this coronavirus shit. Shout out first responders, doctors, nurses, et cetera. Um, have y'all heard of any places in the DMV area that are that are going bankrupt right now? They're not, they're not going to reopen? What about you, James? I mean, one of the places that I've, I've gone to actually, actually today uh, was uh, Ben's Chili Bowl. I was about to say that, yeah. Which is pretty uh, historic to the uh, D.C. Shout out area. Ben's Chili. Yeah, Ben's Chili is, uh, so they. You going to business? So they might, they potentially just yeah. because they, which is fucked up because uh, they they weren't able to get like a small business uh, loan yeah. uh, during this time yeah. uh, as opposed to like like Shake Shack got it you know what I mean really? like Ruth Chris Ruth Chris yeah got Ruth it. Chris got Over it which is all yeah, yeah. this is like historic which yeah which granted like, which granted that's, that's culture like, you know which which grant which which granted. Uh, like Shake Shack like they gave the money back yeah they're giving it back like, but they, but they should they should have never applied for it. 
Yeah. Shake Shack is ass. They're like very media heavy. They're more like they're more corporate. You I don't know even what understand mean? why people love fucking and steak and shake and Shake Shack and shit. That's just ass. Shake like, Shack is an ass, but it's okay. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but like Shake Shack's not bad. But like places like uh, sorry, I think I'm thinking of Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake is oh, ass. Steak and Shake. Steak and sh- no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Shake Shack is different. Steak and Shake's food is trash. They got good milkshakes, but their food is trash. Yeah, but uh, but when it comes to uh. When it comes to fucking shout out Wendy's. like uh, Ben's Yours? chili, when it comes to cuisine of the uh, DMV area, but like historically, because I think Brock been there, yeah, like Brock's been George there. Bush, Bill I Clinton. think that was one of the. F- you say the name again. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, the name of wherever you you're talking about. Ben's chili bowl. Ben's chili bowl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah Ben's chili bowl. Say it again for the fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben's, 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 Ben's chili bowl. No, I'm not being I thought he was talking about his pronunciation of Barack. <laughs> no, I don't know. How, how do you say it? Supposed to say no, nigga, no. I'm, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm not being weird. No, What's wrong? Like, like, yeah, that, like that. That place is very like essential to. I, I I think it had like heavy influence in like the integration of like DC yeah. as well. If I'm not mistaken. No, you're right. Um, or at least like one I'm, of the first restaurants. I'm not from DC. I, I think it's from. It's it's like. I think it started off in like the sixties, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's part of it DMV. Se- culture. It seems like a, a, a black staple. Though. Like it so, is. like DC, yeah. like DC cuisine, like yeah. you know, like every every the city has this, yeah, yeah. the half smoke, right? Yeah, half smoke, yeah. Which is which is what I I actually don't know. I had it today, but I actually oh half smoke is going to be uh so so an actual half smoke is not I had it today. It was fucking awesome. It's, it's yeah. not actually it's yeah. not actually a hot dog. It's like like a bratwurst, a sausage. It's like yeah, half, it's half, it's a sausage. Half. Yeah, it's half and half. Yeah, that's everybody that don't know hot dog glizzies do not just mean hot dogs. They they sausages. They anything long meat shape sausages yeah. with, with a with a bun sausages. They anything long meat shape with a bun. Nah, long, long, like, long meat shape. That's a like glizzy. Half, it's like half like. But don't a, just bite that joke. Bite that joke from the side. Yeah, James, James, look it up. But no, but no, on a, on a serious Pulse. note, like, nah, but add, add a fucking like, chili cheese half smoked. There, there's a lot of restaurants, probably 150 that are, are, are I mean, 50 to 100 that are not going to be back after this quarantine, and that, that's a sad tale to tell. Like, well, I mean, with with restaurants losing billions, I mean, what do we think about like billions? Yeah, the, apparently DC Night Nightlife, shout out Rose Bar, DC Nightlife were 7.9 billion. Really. Seven point nine billion. Nightlife, nightlife, nightlife in DC to so much of the economy of DC. Yeah, I would assume that's so because oh, that, it yeah. seems like the nightlife is really what thrives in DC. Like yeah. DC has obviously a lot of political culture, but they have uh, food culture, and then yeah, and then they have like I would, I would, I would, I would argue that it's political. Then, then nightclub, then food. Wasn't there one street that was like known for hookers, like? 18th oh, Street or U- some shit like U- that. Street. And, and Navy Yard. Navy Yard yeah. used to be yeah, where all the hookers go. But for, now, now it it's like baseball. Red light district. Now yeah. it's like gentrified yeah. and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, but uh, but as so, far as Bill, oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, so I'm gonna let James. I'm gonna let James get into this, and we're gonna to our next topic. But like, just like the fact of like, so some of these companies are going bankrupt and they're losing money. Um, James, go over the half smoke, and I'm gonna get into next shit. Yeah, so the half smoke is basically just a. Uh, it's very similar to a hot dog. It's a little bigger, the spicier, has more coarse ground meat, and generally the sausage itself is going to be half pork and half beef. So if you are allergic to the swine, or if you're like myself and trying to avoid it, they don't probably eat that don't shit. don't need to have it. <laughs> which, yeah, but 
but otherwise, I mean, yeah, one, very one, delicious. I mean, do, you, do y'all eat glizzies? Y'all, y'all just be eating glizzies in the open, or y'all like try to eat hot dogs like at family occasions and shit? I had like, a hot dog I had hot dog this morning. But where did you have it? Did you have it at your house in your car? Oh, see, you what's, ate it in what's your the privacy? difference? I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking. Are niggas just? Throating hot dogs. Wait, why does the, the location open? matter? Why, why does that matter? It, because it depends on how you eat the hot dog. I'm not deep throating. Yeah. <laughs> the, the DMV area is very big. If you didn't know, it's it's very substantial. But the the DMV area is very big on how you actually consume a glizzy. Uh, so you're saying the DMV area is homophobic? Yes. You can't just eat a hot dog. Like, Bro, no. You hot have dog. To bite it, you have to rip it off and then bite it from the side. No, and, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You can't hot just dog? bite the Do you eat no. a banana from the side? Hot yeah. dog? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. I rip my hot banana, dog, from, banana I rip pieces of banana. I don't just well, bite that sounds banana. like a personal problem. Y'all niggas are wild. <laughs> yes. Y'all that's niggas personal. Personal. Yeah. Hey, are wild. Hey, hey, hey. Why you? are you just putting the whole banana in your throat? Not the whole thing. Why are you... You you sexuality with food. Yeah, you and everybody else that is attributed with that mindset... There's something wrong with that's y'all. What, that's what food is for. Wrong, I didn't say there's anything wrong with you. I said I. There's something wrong with banana. you. What? It's Why? a fucking banana, not it a is. dick. So, so now, so now I'm I'm weird for ripping my banana. Yes. but you're not weird for throating it. What's no. weird with throwing a banana? <laughs> We're not throwing no, it. I'll grab it. a banana out of my freezer right now and throw the shit out of it. Okay, I bet there's it nothing weird. wrong I with bet it. It looks wild. Only to you, because that's. Gay, gay to you yeah. And there's nothing it's wrong food. With being gay That's not gay Gay I have to eat to live Is a man and a man First of all First of all I have to eat to live What the shit right now Well Jordan already has his out you Yeah Jordan's ex already out Sons of bitches Brought out <laughs> Fucking <laughs> homosexuality I didn't bring that out I you said, just, you Yes said you gay did culture. I, Yes you no, did I said the DMV When you said Specifically When you said deep throating That meant gay Well hold on No that's not you talking about a man on another in the throat. man phallic? That's what deep throat You are talking about women, though. Deep with, no, everyone has throats, bro. Can I get on to the next topic? Men I had a, I had a great throat. move. Y'all right. niggas is horrible. Hey, 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 all right, all right. So, 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 now that we know a lot of restaurants that we love are going bankrupt, losing money, um, a, good thing, a good thing in our culture that happened this week <laughs> is I came on Twitter, just scrolling the TL, and I saw that our boy, Yay. Sure, take the hookah. I, I saw that boy, yay, <laughs> is now a billionaire when a few years ago, this man was begging for investors, all this shit. So my kind of thing is, like, don't give up on those companies that are going bankrupt, that are losing money. Like, stay invested in them because you never know. They can still make it. Actually, I would argue that this point where our economy is going down, this is where the people who really believe in their passion, who don't have the money yet, if they grind, stay to their culture, stay to who they are, they can come up even yes. better. And that's what I think Kanye did. And I want to, I, I want to, I want to congratulate Kanye. Like I think he did a good job. I think his wife, obviously Kim Kardashian, she has a bunch of bunch of heat behind her. But I think she helped her man get to the point he is now. And now he's a billionaire. And being a black billionaire at his age, Kanye is what forty? At well, he's like forty something. Yeah, forty something. That's young as fuck to be a billionaire. How did he become a billionaire? So, um, the Forbes article it, it actually. Has a lot to do with his clothing line, Easy, obviously. Okay. Um, they said last year he had sense. like 1.3 billion in sales in Easy, and he has the main shares in Easy. He, he Adidas, Adidas has a small point. Well, no, no, I, th- I, I think actually the article said that Adidas had 15. percent Yeah, 15, actually, no, Kanye only had 15 percent of the uh, shares from Adidas. 
And that's why when he said 3.3, he's actually worth 3.3 billion. Forbes was like, actually, no, you're worth 1.3 because we took off the fact that you don't own all of your royalties. And then you have to share some of that with Adidas. Then you have to share some of that with your wife if she chooses to leave, which would be half of everything you own. And then we took account of all of your your clothing and everything. And obviously, once he made Yeezus album, that brought his stock up. But then also, like, people stopped fucking with all his shit. So, like, there's, there's, there's he has money in a lot of different things. He has many houses and <coughs> lands and stuff. And he said $3.3 billion, But Forbes was like, no, you're really worth one point three. But you're still a billionaire. You know what I mean? Like your your shoes brought in 1.3 alone, and then your clothes, your clothes and everything else brought you to 3.3. But the way Forbes works is they take a third of whatever you make, based on uh, uh, past past dues, like like whatever you owe, and say like like I said, he's married to Kanye, uh, to 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 Kim. Yeah, 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 yeah. They take account. Forbes takes account of your debt. As well, when, whenever they post you, like they they also post your debt too. Like, like, like Kanye apparently right now owe, only owes a hundred million. No, to, you're right. You're right. To anything so, he owes. So yeah. he so he has fifteen percent of Yeezy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I which he got hundred forty mil last year. I read that joke. But there's some stipulation in his thing with Yeezy that even though he only owns fifteen percent, he gets a ten times multiple. Of it, so he gets ten times that amount, which I don't. I'm not a contract lawyer. Ten times fifty percent. Yeah, so he gets he has he, so even though it's 150 mil, it's one point. <laughs> Wait, what? It's one point two six billion. Before before we start doing all this mathematical equations, let's let's keep the number. Oh, so so all right, I got it. So let's, so hundred keep let's keep one point three and yeah in, in view though because that's what so, Forbes said he's so, actually so, worth. So so basically, it's like all right. All so like when you when you when you really get rich, it's not about how much cash you have. It's about your assets. How much so, you make? so yeah. cash on hand, he gets 130 mil from Yeezy. But stake wise, stock wise, no. he has 10 times the amount. No. So he gets 1.26. Cash mil. on hand, it, it said that Kanye has 17 mil. But that's the count with assets. No, no, I'm speaking. No, I said cash on hand. Cash on hand, he has 17 mil. He has a lot more money. In, I, I was just, I was just straightening that out. I was just yeah. saying. I was just saying. I was just adding a point. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, everything together. Yeah, he's he's making big money. But I would just point out his, his actual. So so I mean, moving moving hand. forward, who do y'all who do y'all think is next in the uh, hip hop culture? You know, th- you know, kind of who people we fuck. With, who's next to reach that bill? Because right now it's 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 Jay, Kanye, and then is Diddy worth a bill? Diddy should, Diddy should definitely already be worth a bill. Yeah, I thought Diddy. Should have been worth a bill three years ago. Is he not? I'm about to check. Uh, I know, I know, it's Drake and somebody else. Uh, Kanye, I would say maybe fifty. Nah, Diddy's not worth the bill. He's worth seven, no, seven. Drake, Drake is also very close to re- reaching the bill. Nah, Drake's Drake's only 150 mil. 150 mil is not yep. that far. If if you really think about how far he's come in the, in a matter of a decade, and how how he's doing now is, as far as music. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's, that also goes back in what they were saying about assets. Like I said, Kanye is only worth one point three for Jesus, right. but as far as everything, he's actually like property, buildings, houses, all that shit. He's actually worth three point three million. Yeah. Billion. Yeah. But Forbes, yeah, Forbes has him listed at one point three because of all those 
assets and yeah, stuff. Like they, they, they take, they, they take that track. away from you. That's not a that's not an add on to you. Just because you have you have stock and you have bank and stuff that that doesn't add on to your profit. It actually takes away from your profit. So they 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 listed all that. Like yeah, he has this much in stocks and this much in this and that much in his houses and this much in land and all that woofy woof. But they say really, in actuality, he's really worth one point three. Kanye said he was. And where Kanye said. I, I think I might have left it on. I don't know. Kanye said three point three. Maybe she's on Forbes said one point three. So who do y'all who do y'all think's next? You think Drake's next? You think LeBron? I think Drake. What about Only, Bron? Well, Bron, I, I think in three years he'll be out of basketball. So right? No, I think I think once LeBron. I think once no, LeBron, but I'm saying in the culture, I think that he'll get a bill. The only way I can see him black get, culture getting a bill My, minority culture, not white people. Only way I can see him getting a bill is if people actually acknowledge LeBron for what he does and what he did, as opposed to what he doesn't do. Like everybody tries to compare him so often to to to, to Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? And, and what he's done and what he hasn't done. Oh, Jordan has shoes. LeBron has shoes. Oh, Jordan sell more than LeBron's. Okay, LeBron LeBron has rings. Jordan has rings. Jordan has more than LeBron. Uh, MVPs, stats, all that type of shit. Like, LeBron could be definitely like a, a Forbes list billionaire, mm-hmm. but he would have to continue to yeah. invest his stock elsewhere. Like he has in the school and how he, how he has in like podcasts and and music and, and being a and R and stuff like that. Like he has to do that. Which he's going to continue to do. I don't see that stopping. He's very young still. Like yeah. people think sports wise age, like if you're fifty you're you're old and decrepit. No, nigga, I'm just too old to play professional. Like, no, I'm still good. Yeah. Like I'm still very healthy. I will I will fuck you up. Like yeah. 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 yeah LeBron is only in his fucking thirties. Like he's not even forty yet. So like yeah, he has time. Uh, I think he has time in the league. I think he has more money to make. Uh, I can definitely see LeBron making the Forbes list. But if you're talking about next up, I'm thinking Drake. Yeah, I agree. I, so yesterday at uh, Govan's Drake case, has the most features. I was, I was saying Drake. I think Drake will be the next to get a bill. Features, hits, like almost everything Drake puts out is a hit. Oh, it's on the radio and heavy rotation. Uh, people love Drake. People want to collab with Drake. Up and coming artists. James is going to the bathroom to throw up. Up and coming artists look to Drake just to to fucking to break out of their their shell. You know what I mean? People look to Drake to look, look at uh, what's that one dude who made the shoot dance? Uh, Blackboard. Yeah, Blackboard JB. He was already doing music before Drake, obviously. I mean, before he met Drake. But once Drake got on his single, he blew up. You know what I mean? And, and many people have done the same thing. Like Drake is. Is a is a fire starter. He's a launcher. Like Drake, Drake is going to be definitely worth a billion before anybody else. I think. I think the 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 link you sent me said Drake or Eminem. Eminem, I can see reaching a billion before Drake. Yeah, only, apparently, apparently Eminem won't release his financial records to Forbes. Only, only, only over uh, time though, because Drake, I give him the advantage because he constantly puts out new music. He's constantly interactive with music. Like Eminem go a couple years without hearing from him, then hear from him. They'll put out a fucking album, be like, "Oh, it's my best album ever." But constantly putting out music and accumulating wealth is two different things. You can you can accumulate wealth without putting it would out music. Only be two different things as a if, music artist. It would only be two different things if Drake wasn't already hitting as the top artist ever. 
Like so he, we're talking about artists versus talking about wealth. No, no, no. He said, "Who who you think is who do you think is going to be the next billionaire to come out of like to to be the next billionaire out of the out of the hip hop artists?" Yeah, and then yeah. out of the specific agenda, he said, "Us as a podcast." It said Eminem and Drake. And I said, "I can see Drake before Eminem because Eminem has more name value." Like, oh, I'm Eminem. Oh, I'm the best white rapper to ever spit on a fucking mic. Oh, I made Eight Mile. Oh, I did this, I did that. I'm the the first white rapper to work with Dr. Dre and be nice, woop de whoop, this, that, and third. But then you got Drake, who has no alibis for real. It's like, okay, you don't think I'm writing? Cool. What else you got? Like, Drake is making hits after hits after hits. His old albums. He even released a care package of his old fucking shit. That resold for more than it did the first time. Oh yeah, like, that care patch was fire. Yeah, like fire. I was you know what I mean. Every day. I, I I don't see how how Drake can't be the next billionaire. Like he's already always on the. And, and I and I think Drake will get into like the Raptors shit. I think he'll try to own the Raptors. Bruh. I mean, yeah, he has, he has to do some Bruh, besides music to yeah. get there. He's, he's because, already, all right. So so music. He's already music. Seen as a part music of the Raptors kind of caps you out at 150 200 mil. Yeah. Because music, you can't really make more money. You got to get into liquor, which he has. Why? The Virgin. Why? Because music is just yeah, so the, for the viewers, bro. Because you don't become a billionaire with music. Because like, the late, because right? honestly, it's the labels. Like the labels run everything, yeah. and the labels put your music out. Spotify, yeah. Apple, Universal, yeah. fucking Sony, fucking RCA. They they control everything, yeah. so they get a percentage. But even if you're like a, uh, that's why I brought up the fifteen percent. What, what's 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 it called when you're you have, you do your own you doing your own label and shit independent. independent. Oh, so independent. even if you're independent, you're kind of like. If you're independent, Spotify, Apple, they'll like not put your shit on like the the ads and shit, well, like yeah. which is fucked up. Well, no, it's not. Well, it's a business decision. Yeah, yeah. It's All a right. business from, decision. From a moral standpoint, yes, not putting somebody who's trying to be themselves and do for themselves is fucked up. Not trying to not trying to support somebody who wants to make their own is fucked up. But at the same point, being a business. Apple, Spotify, all those type of shits. Like, okay, you have you have something to put out. Like, like us, we have off the just podcast. We can we can put that out. If we don't have much to offer past that, like pod past a podcast, we're not going to do much because a podcast is, has to entail not only fans, content, uh, being being able to re to relate. Uh, you also have to be current on events. You also have to be like, yeah, the the video quality has to be fucking fire. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to watch no fucking two, 2012 fucking video camera quality where we're shaking and shit. Like everybody wants to be clean. Like as far as as far as music goes, bro. Like nah, nah, we got we got that shit. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. Uh, um, but Kanye, like, what I was trying to say, like him being a billionaire. That's dope, but at the same sure, time, Jordan. Wait, let, let's start, Jordan. I mean, Kanye's your favorite artist. Well, what do What do you think about him being, him being a billionaire? Did you see that happening already? You like you were like, yeah, he's gonna do that shit. Honestly, I did not see him being a billionaire. I mean, he's my favorite artist, and all I know, of course, he's gonna be rich. But a billionaire, that's kind of od. Like a billionaire, that's a lot of fucking money, man. Like yeah, money. I didn't think Kanye would be a billionaire. Really? That's a shit ton no, of money. I know he's one of the best artists of all time. He has a great clothing exactly. brand. Exactly. If you could think of him, to be I'm still the saying. Best. Like, I'm just saying, like, but a billion though. That's a lot of fucking money, bro. Like, yep. I don't, to be the best. <laughs> that's a that's to a, a lot that, of fucking. Money. That's a million nine hundred ninety nine million times. There's only like five or six like billionaire rappers. 
Whoa. That's Whoa, fine. no. There's only two. There's only two. It's two. Not, it's oh, not real? There's one. Yes. Watch the throne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z and Kanye, nigga. Yes. That's it. Them niggas. There's my real there's, argument there. Bro, black billionaires, there's like seven. That's it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's not many yeah. black billionaires. Yes, it's all and white that's, people. That's part of the reason why Kanye had such a yep. problem. That's part of the reason why yep. Kanye had such a problem with Forbes not putting him on a billionaire list. Even when he had 879,000, I think uh, he said. Uh, they didn't put him on the billionaire list. And obviously because you're making that off shoes and they have to equate everything else, you may be barely under a billionaire or whatever. But, like, yeah, th- the biggest reason is, like, what you spend it on. But, like, no. His shoes being, do go being crazy. Being black and being a billionaire is, is, is wild. And even big, Let's not even say black. Just being non-white, a minority. Or no, being a billionaire is crazy yeah. in, in the U.S. I can't speak for no other country. I don't know shit about them. But – the U.S. is is heavy on income, heavy on economy, heavy on what you do for them I don't, rather than what they do for you. I don't understand how Diddy isn't one. Diddy's close. He's like 200 mil away. Yeah. You know, 200, crazy. Mil, 200 mil is a lot, though. That's what I don't believe. Taxes is probably what's keeping That's Diddy what away. I don't believe. If, and no offense to you, Jordan, because I know you're probably the biggest Kanye advocate here, but if, if Kanye is a fucking billionaire and Diddy isn't, that's ridiculous. If Dr. Dre isn't a billionaire, no, Dre would probably get it too. And Kanye is, that's wild. Dre's not a billionaire. Like, honestly, probably I'm Dre. Only asking. But, but he Kanye, said there's but, only two black billionaires, it, and that's well, no, Jay-Z. no, 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 no. Oprah's, Oprah's, Oprah's against Kanye. I mean, rappers. It's because Kanye is running rappers. fashion right now. So. Yeah, Kanye has. Yo, Yeezy is Jordan is sweating. Yeezy's gonna Yeezy is, yeah, might catch Yeezy's Jordan. Catching Jordan. At this point, George's, no, no, that's what the that's yeah. the first thing the article said was that's, that that's crazy that, that Yeezy was actually rivaling Jordan for yeah. it has for, been for money like four or five years, but that's what's up. Longer but at the same time, honestly, when you look at someone's feet and they're out, it's like, oh, they got Yeezys, they, they got, got Yeezys, Jordan. They got I'm, Jordan. Not, I'm not gonna lie, you're right, but at the same time, I've also heard worse things about Yeezys than Jordans. I've heard Yeezys are worse, like worse. Well, shoes. yeah, because I mean, Yeezys are backed by Adidas. Yeah. We all know Nike makes better shoes than Adidas. Well, hype, Adidas. Hype oh, hold on, Adidas ain't Yeezy's terrible, hot. bro. Adidas be out here. No, oh, yeah, I agree. But, no, but hype beasts would keep like oh, fucking no, like the shoe sales. Yeah, hype yeah. beasts would keep beast, them alive. Hype beasts would keep and, shoe and, sales alive in and, general. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, all right, you got Jordan, you got Kanye, right? Both billionaires. You buying both? You picking them off of what name? You buy oh, both. I want, I want the best yeah, you're, basketball. You're probably players. buying both. You're buying I want, both. I want the best basketball. If you're, if you're a sneakerhead, oh, you're no. buying both. I want the best rapper shoe. Like no, you, you're nah, just pick one or the other. Shoe. Like you're buying shoe. both. But Kanye is known for like fat and the fa- the fact the smartest business decision he ever made was marrying Kim Kardashian. That's the smartest thing he ever did. For sure, yeah, she she because helped him bring she down paid, about she paid his three debt. or four hundred million dollars yeah. of his debt. She paid his debt. That's a wife. Like shout out to her for that. That is that's solid. That's holding your nigga down. All right, so do we do we do we feel like she's doing above and beyond, or do we think she's doing what a wife is supposed to? do? What a wife should do. She's doing what she okay. does. She's just in okay. a higher position. Yeah. No, no. A wife, a wife, We're a wife should take she care of her man. Does. Like We're if I came relationship and I'm I'm a business like man, but like I'm ha- I'm struggling. Yeah. My wife, if she truly loves me, she's gonna help me. With my business, Yo, your wife is worth that worth that, millions of dollars. and then I think Kanye, and then Kanye being a billionaire. And Kim being her money, that, I apologize. It makes, it makes everything look better. It's like, yeah. all right, we got I money. Apo- I apologize to all the black women out there who have feed off of Kanye and Kim Kardashian's success and have developed a a distaste for black men and multicultural women. I promise you, 
This nigga is making money. She's making money. She making more money than he is because she helped bring his debt down. So everybody out there, that's fucking crazy. But but Kardashian will be going on for two hundred fifty years. I don't know if you read the article. Kanye had a little distaste for Kylie Jenner. Kylie, he actually is happier that he worth more money than Kylie. He was like, I want, I want to put it in the article that I'm worth more than her. Once Carl, once, but I want, I want to emphasize that though. Why is it that once Kanye was able to reach a billion dollars in sales, no, there was no publication of it. But once Kylie Jenner fucking made. A billion? Because she, she, she's a woman. Because she's the youngest billionaire Is it because ever. she's yeah. a woman or is it because of the and race? And she's the youngest billionaire and, ever. And the youngest, and the youngest. She's the youngest. She's like younger than us. She's the youngest billionaire in America. She's like fucking world. No, one. but see, my, my biggest kill against that is if we can't give her that that youngest billionaire status. You didn't make she that. Earned any, it. You, she did it on her own. Yeah. She earned it. Nah, but How? nah. She Snapchat. She owns How? Snapchat. Well, How she came up with the, the makeup line? The makeup. How? Her makeup line. Her makeup line is worth a billion dollars to an extent. Yeah. But she already got the platform. Wait, hold on. Beginning. Yeah, makeup. Exactly. She had the so platform what? and then she worked it until yeah, she made she, a billion. She could have been. Hold on. She could have been lazy, but instead she put so, it in fruition. We're agreeing that she was not doing everything on her own. Oh yeah, no. She was gifted the the golden spoon was put in her mouth. That's all I'm saying. But she ate the spoon. That's all I'm saying. I think that was Kanye's point when he was upset in the Forbes list when she was mentioned over him when he wasn't mentioned. And she was for me reaching a billion. That's also Kanye's family. So that's him being being arrogant, too. In law, yes. So you're saying Kanye got out the mud? Well, no. Yeah, yeah. Kanye literally has has made it out the mud. Yeah. Kanye has made a billion out of the mud. It wasn't really that muddy. Being off fashion... He's be, always yeah, been not fashion. As as this shit. It's not he's that also, muddy. He's always been fashion derivative. He's, he's but rich focused beforehand. on music, but like he made most of his money through fashion. He was so rich beforehand. Huh? He was rich beforehand. His music what? speaks bar none. Yeah, Kanye in the top three. What? As far as his money, his music making money. You said Kanye was rich. No, he was. I'm saying he was rich That's before he started cl- clothing lines. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking, talking about from like the beginning. No, 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 no. I'm talking no, about no, no. fashion. I'm no, talking no, before fashion. fashion. Kylie Jenner was rich from the beginning, for sure. Yeah. That's what we're saying. That's why I her dad was like yeah. the best lawyer in That's America. That's why I don't respect Kylie Jenner for reaching a billion. Why can't you respect because, it? Because you weren't. You, it was given to you. You were given a very fast. She track wasn't. Weight. She wasn't born with a million dollar slate, billion dollar slate. She worked for it, for her company. How? By putting that shit out and making money off that shit. Wait. People are buying her wait, shit. Wait. Versus Kanye, who wait, had to fucking work out wait, the mud. Wait. And you may not be able to answer this. I know I cannot answer this question. I don't want to answer. Who started Kylie Jenner's business? Uh, Chris, her mom. Okay. Mom started it. Best manager ever. Married to who? Bruce slash. What's what's Bruce? What's oh, let's divorce, be politically okay. correct. Yeah, what's, what's I'm, Bruce's I'm real name? I'm trying to start from the beginning. What's Bruce's real name? Uh, the girl. Uh, Somebody else, right? Caitlyn. Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Got you. Got you. Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. His got name you. is Caitlyn. Not, not to anybody else. Okay, cool. So you got Kylie Jenner married or, or dealing with somebody else that's not Kanye West. Dealing with Travis. Okay. And Travis. How, oh, how Travis you, Scott will also be a billionaire in our lifetime. How do you equate all that money to them? Like, without them dealing with outside people who bring in money, also high ends of money. What? How do you just throw that to Kylie? 
Like, how do you not equate that to Kanye or anybody else? Like, no, I I think that so the the Kardashian family is kind of similar to the U.S. government. They use what they have to get ahead of the people, as you should. So Chloe, <laughs> as you fucking baby baby with Tristan, Kim married to Kanye, Kylie baby by Travis Scott, arguably a top three artist right now in our generation. That all makes their whole family gain more wealth. Exactly. And honestly, clap it up for them. They're supposed to do that. that that's that generational wealth. They, our, our grandchildren, not even our kids, our grandchildren will know who Stormy Kardashian is. Well, her name's not Kardashian. Her last name's whatever. So what, Scott, Stormy Scott, fucking whatever. All their kids, Mila, Haley, they're gonna they're gonna love them. Then their kids, their kids are gonna love them all because they're Kardashian. It is what it is. It's kind of like the Kennedys, kind of like the Bush, kind of like the Rothschild. They have established generational wealth in America. They're gonna have it forever. It's not going away. That name, even if they go bankrupt, that name's gonna bring them more money because it's like, hey, I know that they bring attention and people care about their lives. Right. So it is what it is. Um, they can never go bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. They won't. Um, and, and back, like, bring it full circle. That's kind of why I was bringing up the restaurants in D.C. is um, D.C. restaurants, let's not give up on the small companies. Let's, let's, let's build them up, you know. Even if they do go bankrupt, let's, let's support them after when they're coming out from the mud. And let's, we'll still support the corporate restaurants, but I, I don't expect any of us to go to any corporate restaurants when this quarantine is over. We should all go to the mom and pop shops, Jamaican place, the Hispanic place. Let's go to the small places, build them up first. Yeah. Then we can hit Yard House. Then we can hit exactly. uh, Del Frisco. Exactly. Right? But when this shit's over, let's go to the small places, the liquor exactly. shops that's owned by, you know, a random, like, ethnic family. Let's not go to ABC stores. Let's let's try to build Definitely up. Definitely not go to McDonald's. Yeah, not McDonald's. Let's build up our community, yeah. right? Um, but, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, but, uh, you know. It's OTS, Off the Shits Podcast. Um, we're here every Sunday. Don't forget, contest is running. We got a bottle of 1942 Don Julio. Great tequila. We also got a bottle of uh, Stoli Vodka. Also amazing. Tastes good straight. Vodka don't taste good straight, but that does. And then we got Miomi Pinot Noir. The best house Pinot Noir ever. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Giddy. Best fucking Pinot Noir. Make Pinot sure you delicious. subscribe to our YouTube channel, Off the Shits Podcast. Comment. We fuck with y'all. Like, we out today. Yer, yer, yer. OTS. Off the shits. I will. I will. I will. Six pills in my room.